0: Good morning, good afternoon or good evening to you guys and welcome to Beyond the Notion. Today I have Mr. Travis from the Satellite Station, Mr. Travis Roo, so welcome. Hi, thank you. Uh, I've been on a bit of a binge of the Satellite Station's music. Um, i sure loads of you guys have done the same for those people who follow the same kind of indie playlist like I do and it's such a, a nice an honor really to speak to him so today we're going to talk about satellites for those fans out there of Travis's they'll know that this is like such a nice tune it's lovely it's well produced it's well mixed it's but moreover it's got really really nice content um and yeah I guess the first question I want to ask is when did you release this
1: um it's a couple weeks ago so it was oh so new yeah, January 22nd, I think. It's been three weeks.
0: I thought it was new because I keep quoting the same playlist, but let's just say the playlist which I listened to, it was. It was about, I think it was just about a week ago or two, and I was like, oh, my goodness, it's such a fresh batch of music for hours. I had it on, and yours was the first one on this playlist. I'm sure you guys don't know which place I'm talking about. Keep quoting the same one. But, um, yeah, it was very like, oh, wow, it's, it's very powerful. And um, I said to Travis earlier before we started recording, if it was okay to talk about the lyrics because um, there's some really nice things in this. And I guess I'll go straight in and ask you, what was the narrative behind this song?
1: Yeah. So I think um, the way I always start songs is I always start, I mean, I start with like, I'll find a chord progression and then I'll find like a lyric that kind of like I, attach onto and I write this story based on the lyric and I actually started this one which is like not usual with the very first one which is like how many times can we have the same conversation Mm -hmm. um which just like immediately it's like oh okay this is like this is a relationship that's not going well right this is this is um this is something that is like starting to flame out so I kind of just like took that narrative and like I'm very like I like to like structure a song to where it feels like a story. So like the very, the first verse is like introducing this problem. And then the second verse is like building, like it's like, you're seeing like, this is the, this is for sure gonna end. And then like, it's universal in a way that people like hear and relate to. It's like, I think everyone, well, most everyone has been in a relationship that like, you could just feel like when start things started to like, you know, like you started to lose the other person. Um, or maybe they even started to lose you, and that's that's really what this song's about.
0: Wow, yeah, definitely. I, I kind of, I did kind of gather that this, at this when I first listened to it. Actually, I kind of thought all I took from it was uh, we were like satellites, and I thought sort of thought, oh, that's so sweet. It, it, he's talking about probably a relationship where two people were really getting on then when I actually read into the lyrics there's a really sad lyric that says um do you recall you would rest your head on my shoulder but now when you're near I can feel the air growing colder and I was like yeah this is a relationship that's deteriorating rather than elevating I think isn't it (laughs) but um yeah and uh just little things. Uh, you think like a computer and my brain turns like a kaleidoscope. Guys, how much of a good lyric is that? Honestly, for those people who are into lyrics, I th- this hit me quite hard when I listened to this. Again, I think it was maybe the first time I listened to it today. I was like, oh my goodness, this is such a nice lyric. Um, and the metaphors, your heart is an engine and mine is just sputtering, blowing smoke. And then you get, well, what I'd call the chorus, I guess, isn't it? Good um, it's lovely. It's really, really nice and sad. And I guess what I want to ask is, like, is it a true story?
1: Um, so
0: I think <laughs> personal. I'm so sorry. No, I have no, to... <laughs> no,
1: I, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm happy to answer any any question. But so <laughs> I think in every every song that I write, um, I the, my songs are for sure not a diary. So I and I, I had a an English professor. Um, back when I was in college, that said, you can't just write for yourself, because if you are, you should just keep a diary. Mm-hmm. So I, I tr- and I try to like give myself some like personal distance from things. So, like one, I don't like attach onto them, like this song's so special to me. And it also allows me to make it more universal. That being said, have I like experienced like this exact thing in my past? Of course. Like everyone has. Everyone's like felt a fading. Um, did I go through it like a month ago that, that led to writing the song? No.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that the whole thing. We've had that a few times. People say, you know, you can't just write for yourself. Obviously, sometimes and sometimes you can be so. I guess uh, it can all be from personal experience, but most of the time, yeah, it's it's I guess unanimous and universal, isn't it? Um, and going to be so many people. I think in this time of uh, the world where relationships are failing, so people are doing really well, and this I think is going to hit a lot of people, especially. Because lockdown, COVID, and especially, I don't know about in America, but in Britain, everyone's really suffered this particular month and last month. And all I'm hearing from people, yes, we're breaking up. And so it's nice, like you said, it kind of relates to a lot of people. And that's really important for us writers. I'm sure you guys who are listening will know that as well. Uh, Yeah, so that's lovely. And um, I guess uh, I don't want to keep asking the same questions to the artists, but what came next with uh in terms of the song construction was this kind of did you do the lyrics then the music or was it music and lyrics
1: um i always i always do them together so i always start with like the melody and then i find i try to find the story before i like finish it so like when i was trying to when i was writing it out here like i'm probably very unusual in that i like literally like I do like a sentence for each like part of the song that I'm like, what is like happening in each part so that it's like, I'm it's building on it. And it, I don't end up just writing like the same thing in both verses. Um, but I think for this, like, yeah, it it always, I always, I have trouble writing lyrics without my guitar. So like, I usually like I'm playing through it and I like, I find that like ramping in, like I'll like play the section I have and then go into the next section. But what I was really trying to build is that like, there was like, these two people in this story are so different, right? So they are opposites in almost every way. So I was trying to like build that up and what felt like that was like the reason why they were attracted to each other ended up just being too much and the reason why they ended up falling apart. So that's why wow. when, you, when you see the part, like the, the lyrics about you think like a computer and my brain turns like a kaleidoscope like that and yeah. your heart, like those, all of the lyrics are about like, just the the opposites that these two people are and how in the beginning that was what was great and then ultimately it was so that's kind of the idea of the satellite right so it was like this thing that burned bright and it just took off and then eventually it faded and it it ended That's like
0: that's really like a proper story isn't it you've literally got down you know the the beginning the incident and then the end which is very nice that sounds very structured actually and something that is really nice I think uh, as a lyricist to do that because you are setting you you know your characters here you know it's not just like you're singing a song you've got the characters and you've pretty much I think done a little synopsis for us there which is quite nice when I listen to this song afterwards I'm going to be like oh <laughs> like these characters this is really sad you know like you said they were attracted to each other and then but guys, you know, I get so much into my lyrics, and I could talk about literally the lyrics for this for like three hours. And I'm not gonna make you do that, Travis. That's very unfair. Um, because the music, let's I haven't even gone to the music yet, but uh oh, there's like these little things that are going on. Are you all right to talk a little bit? I know you said that you it wasn't self-produced, but you obviously do have some what's the word? You are technically a producer because I suppose you worked with your producer to produce your own song. Um But these little things, I guess, in terms of instrumental textures, which I love to talk about, um, because it makes the song, I think there's an atmosphere in this song with, you have this ringing. It's very, it's kind of spacey, Um, probably a synth, I guess. And It's um, It's a vocal synth. Oh, it's, it's a vocal synth. I never would have thought that. that that's sort of like, I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> I need some lemon and honey, I think, to do the, wee. but you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think obviously it's your song, you'll know what I mean, but yeah. Could you tell us a bit about those textures then that made it that?
1: Yeah. So uh, it was, um, whenever I, I, I like to go into the studio with my producer and have like the, it's just very stripped back and basic. So I don't like to like, I know some people like to do these like full demos and then go in and just make them sound better. I like to go in with like a blank slate and sit down with my producer and be like what is this song? Like what's the feel of the song? Like what are the what are what are we going to bring in here? Like what's like the mood we're trying to to create? Um so this one very quickly like it it became this like very it was it's more stripped than most of my songs, so but it created this like space and um I feel like that the, the, the vocal synthesizer was totally his idea. And he like pulled it in I'm, and he, when he told me, I'm like, you're going to you want to do what? And, mm-hmm. and then we pulled it in and just worked perfectly. But uh, this one was started with acoustic guitar. So um, I usually go back and forth between piano and, and guitar. And it really like the mood of it started like he was at the piano. I was playing the guitar and we were just like played through it. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is the feel. And then from there, we just layered kind of the atmosphere on top of it.
0: It's interesting that because, of course, if you really take away those uh, um, kind of ambient, that's the way I kind of heard it. If you take that away, it is just basically it's a very, very nice, sweet kind of song where it's just you and the guitar, isn't it? And the piano. Um, And it's funny trying to imagine the song without the, uh, the textures. But I think that definitely makes it I think they go really nicely together. I know there's so many songs out there who've got those components in the song, but um, it, it's nice. I like that. It seems like it was kind of 50, 50, you know, he had that idea. I'm still getting over the fact that it was a vocal thing. Like he told me it's, it's actually a vocal, um, that's, it's a vocal synth. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I thought it was just a keyboard, almost doing like a pitch bend. Um, guys, you. you reference will be after this episode you'll see what I mean if you've not heard the song but for those who probably have heard the song like satellite stations fans um that's crazy I love learning stuff like that I know you know I don't know if you're you know done much production but that's really cool I'm gonna I'm gonna not be able to listen to it the same (laughs) was it you who did the vocal then in that synth
1: in the synth no he uh my producer actually ended up doing it
0: wow so he did it himself like his vocal Mm -hmm. oh my goodness
1: so yeah, it's like it's one of those like um like the your pitch like you control the pitch of the synth with your with your voice. So just like it's it's not like a vocoder, what are those vocoders? Where it like kind of takes your voice and just like uh kind of auto-tunes it. This was like he controlled the pitch with his with his uh the pitch of his voice.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Never would have thought. There's, there's so many things that you can do obviously with production now. What um can I ask what door you guys used for it as well?
1: Oh, he's he's in uh, Pro Tools.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, we've got a lot of that recently over the past couple of days. Pro Tools, which is which is nice. Never been on it. I'm used to Logic Pro personally. As I say, every episode, but um, that's that's cool though. It's always nice to know the little sort of um, te- technicalities behind it. Uh, so yeah, and I like to usually ask. Uh, I I kind of don't want to ask this because it could sometimes ruin for people who haven't listened to it, it kind of ruined the, I guess, the authenticity, but who were the, in terms of music, uh, and instrumentation, did you have any influences or reference tracks for this?
1: Um, no, we usually, we never use uh, any references. We really want to, um, to not make it sound like anyone else. Um, so I think, I think accidentally we have references because we love music and we listen to a lot of music, but, um, I mean influences I I mean I'm I listen to a lot of music but I'm all over the board like yeah I I listen to a lot of like like Averson, class, every like know, classic you know, Elton John uh nice. I love Elton John I love uh Bruce Springsteen. I've been listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen lately. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm obsessed with all things like Motown. So like Wow The Temptations and Jackson Five, like I just love 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 that whole generation of music um more recent stuff i like i'm like the biggest gregory allen isaacoff fan i love him so much um i like i'm a big fan of ryan adams um even though it sounds like he's kind of a garbage human from, <laughs> from what's been coming out um i i like uh ray lamontaine um I, yeah i i listen to everything
0: that's really good, I think, because when I listen to your this, well, this song and, and all your other songs, as much as there's so many people who use the same kind of elements that you use in your music for the same genre that you you do, whatever that is, subgenre and another subgenre, nothing actually like all the other people I've interviewed, nothing really came to me like, oh, this sounds like that, you know, it's, it's a massive collection. You can see that. And what's nice about all the artists you just mentioned, they're all so versatile in their genres, you know, like, you know, it, it's, and and you, I guess you can input all of them somewhat into your music, you know, whether that's lyrics or melodies or uh, even the timbre of something. Um, so it's nice to hear that. I love hearing the influences. I never would have thought any of those were like your influences. So that's it's pretty nice to hear. Um, I think it's quite important to be versatile, isn't it? We all know that. And um, I don't think there's any, like, music's so excessive now. There's no chance that we can't be influenced by multi-genres, is it, as writers? Uh, that's the beauty of it, I think. Thank you, Spotify, and you know all the other stuff, iTunes, Apple, or wherever you guys go for your music. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, which again is a bit of a silly question because I've seen the numbers for this and the streaming numbers and the hits that you've got. How has the response been from your fans of Satellites? Like, how's it been?
1: Um, it's been really positive. I, I think so. I, I honestly like this was not. Uh, a song that I thought would um, take off the way that it did. Not that I didn't I didn't like it, but it it wasn't, um, I always have songs that I think, and I'm always wrong, so I don't know why I even like, have thoughts about it anymore, but I, I have songs that I think are going to um, do better than others. And this was kind of one that was like a throw in. Um, so to see it do so well, um, one proves that i have no idea what i'm talking about and two um is is encouraging that um sometimes it's like the simpler more stripped songs that that people connect with
0: yeah wow so you didn't actually expect it to sort of go down as well as it did then right that's wow that's interesting it seems well, guess,
1: yeah yeah i'm so i i'm always wrong like maybe this is like how i should change my thinking so i I would have like, I released a song back in the summer called Need You Right Now. And I would have bet like anything that that was gonna be like my biggest song. Um, I just felt so good about it once it was finished and I still feel good about it. And then there was this like other weird, quirky, like almost like indie musical song that came after that that I thought like, oh, I'll just throw this out too. Cause I, it's interesting. And that like took off, and that was called shelter and that song like completely took off and need you right now like did fine but nowhere near what shelter did so i have no i have no clue um wow. which ones will but i always it's i'm always like looking forward to one and then it's like the one that comes before that surprises me
0: wow it's interesting like yeah, at Shelter, I uh, was listening to Shelter before, it's on your, it's the second in your most popular, I think at the moment, um, this is some, actually, this is so weird, I heard that before I heard Satellites, obviously, because, uh, assumingly, Shelter was released, did you say it was last year?
1: Uh, yeah, Shelter was released in uh, October of last year.
0: Yeah, I thought, so I think I heard it back then, as well, some sort of folk, indie folk playlist, and then... Um, I listened again when I was listening this week to your most popular and stuff on YouTube. I was like, Oh, it's the same guy who wrote that song. Um, because I'd found that one as well. And I was like, it's a very catchy, it's quite hooky, that one. And it's very catchy, I think. But I realized today, I was like, Oh my goodness, Satellite is actually above it at the moment. It's got so many plays. Uh, I suppose that changes, you know, depending on what, where people get your music from. Um, but that's cool to know. It's, it's very interesting. It's, it's kind of like shows perception about what people like, I think. And, um, it's not always what you think, you know, but yeah. So I guess not congratulations, but well done on all the, like the success of Satellites if it's been out two weeks. Oh my goodness. Like how good is it doing? You know, (laughs) is there a music video to this song?
1: Um, There's, I make lyric videos to all of them, but I have never actually done a, like a music video or like, I'm I'm in it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's it's like so anonymous. I did. I I actually didn't know, to be honest, what you looked like. I'd been listening to the songs and I preferred that because you don't have, I didn't, at one point, I thought, "Are oh, they a band?" And then it sort of clicked to me when I had a bit of a research about you and what you do. um How long have you been the satellite station, then? So sort of curiosity.
1: Yeah, so the first satellite station song came out um in 2019. So it was oh. the spring of 2019. So it's been about. It'll be two years here in a couple
0: months. That's, like, amazing considering the stuff that you've. Um, like the things that you've done you know it's that's to me 2019 is just like yesterday you know you've got so many things that you've done and did you have a project before this I'm really curious
1: I yeah so I played in um bands when I was younger um uh, I had I was in a band that we um played a fair bit of shows uh got just burnt out on it um oh. and then took some time off and then kind of reconnected and decided I needed to I needed to start writing some songs again. I needed to, and I started very like kind of humbly and I was just like, I'm just going to do like, let's see if I can do three songs and just, just for me. And, um, I think they received better than I expected. And then from there, it just kind of built.
0: So you're burnt out in the kind of just gigging and doing the other thing. Um, and you did this, that's quite nice. It's like, you're just trying something out and then it turns into this huge project and, It's a thing now, which is really cool. Um, But I also have to mention the same thing I always mention guys, because you were talking about how this all started really in 2019, you had some releases. So you get some success in 2019 then. Hello, 2020, there's a pandemic. And how have you managed, like how have you dealt? I know you probably have this so much and people asking you, but I really want to know, especially because I look at you as such a good, like I'm so influenced by your writing how have you dealt with the days when you just don't want to write because there's, there's no gigs, et cetera. Uh, if you have been motivated, like.
1: <laughs> no, so I, um, the one, the, the one thing I probably do the best is, um, force myself to stick to a routine. So I, oh. I write, I write every day.
0: Wow. So, like, Exclusive I, there, guys. That's why he's as good as he is because you write every day. That's amazing.
1: So I have like a set time, um, that I write like in weather. And sometimes it feels terrible and it I get nothing. And sometimes it feels really great. And I do get a lot of stuff I'm, I'm excited about, but, um, what I've, I've learned and found is that the, I got over a hump when I learned to start finishing the bad songs, wow. like I get them all the way through, because I think there's something like I think when you're first starting out and when, I and when I was first starting to write for the Satellite Station, like it was like, I had this like built up like energy that I had to like, every song had to be like in my perception better than the last, right? I couldn't go backwards. Every song had to be better. Um, and I've written, so I just finished like the 95th song that I've written <laughs> since oh I started goodness. the Satellite Station. Um, so how that's impossible, right? So like yeah. what, getting to the point where I was like, okay with this just being okay I think was it was a big mental moment I think um like the craft of writing like is much more like finely tuned when you have to like go through the process of finishing a song that you're not really proud of mm-hmm. but but you are but you but it's finished and it ha- all the words are written and the music's done and it's done so I, I think that is like if I had to give advice to someone who was trying to like Get better at writing. I I would say finish your bad songs because wow. I think that mentally that is like one. It gives you a break to know to know that like I mean look at the Beatles. They they had a million hits, but they also had a, a million songs that probably never got recorded and a million songs like on on their albums that are just okay. It's like every song can't be Hey Jude or or Blackbird. Like it's just that's not how it works.
0: It's like you're evolving uh, constantly, I think, and the equivalent, I think, of what you're saying, it's a bit like uh, if you go to the gym. I'm obviously they're all closed now, but it's like with me, if, if when I work out, I just I, I'm so lazy with my arms. But I know if I keep doing it, it's it's gonna happen. Like I always just avoid that. I like I don't my legs are fine, but. Uh, creatively it sounds as if you're no like do finish patch up those bad ones because they I guess in turn they they become maybe some of your best ones or some of the ones that you like oh this is something you know that first this was very drafty or it just didn't really work out and then you probably I bet you've when you've done that it's become something like whoa you know I
1: mean there's yeah there's for sure been songs that I that started and I was like every like piece of me wanted to just walk away from it, but I finished, I think, and I finished it and I've looked back and I'm like, actually, that that was pretty good. That wasn't as bad as I thought. Or, and sometimes you just get so close to a song, you need some distance from it. Like, I usually don't know if I have something that's um, good until I like let it breathe for a few days and go back and listen to the demo because sometimes you get so, you just get so close to it. You've like gone over it so many times that it just like, it's kind of lost it. Like, the spark that like kind of got you excited about it like kind of fades yeah. out by the time you're done and then you just need to like step away and then like go back and remember why you liked it in the first place
0: yeah if that part it's like the first part in a relationship when you're just so obsessed with someone we've all had that I wrote a song recently for the first time in about four weeks because I've been so busy with the podcast and I think the same thing happened to me. I was like, oh, this is such a catchy synth part I've got on the drums. And it's like, wow, those lyrics are really good. But I did, I kept playing it so many times. And I think the difficult thing is obviously, I imagine you're not, not, I'm not saying you're a perfectionist, but obviously your, your work is very professional. It's obviously well thought through, your lyrics, your melodies, the harmony. And I imagine it's hard not to become obsessed because you'll obviously want to get that song to something really good you know not just the fans but for you and that's I think all of us struggle with that because we want to get it good but how do you not get sick of it you know
1: it's tricky I I give myself a time limit
0: I okay deadline yeah
1: I do a song a week so it it forces it forces me to one. it's like it gives me enough time to like fully think it through and work it through so that it's it's not rushed um but it also it makes me make decisions so like you can always think like I can make this course better or I can make this maybe this isn't the right word um but it makes you make decisions and I've learned to like trust my gut a little bit more like if Mm. if something I keep coming back to something then there's a reason why and that and I try to um to listen to that a little bit more than I did in the beginning where I just thought like I can always do better. So like, you can, like, you can run yourself into the ground thinking that way, because of course that's true. um, But maybe it, it is what it, like the song is. I'm a, I'm a big believer in like a song, like, like you bring it into the world, but it kind of like, you only have so much control over it because I think it's, it's amazing. Like you, you, kind of like bring these chords and start putting a melody over it and then like it takes on the life of its own and like if you change the tempo it's it doesn't feel right anymore if you bring it too fast it doesn't feel right if you make it too slow it doesn't feel right if you change the key it doesn't feel right like it, it really like kind of becomes it like it kind of gets this life of its own and I think um you kind of just have to like work within what you've created because if you try to deviate too much from that you just like you're just it's not ever gonna kind of be what you want it to be
0: yeah that's true actually and i guess after you're saying that I'm, I'm curious i was trying to relate that to one of your songs and i was gonna ask you know with sat just to take it back to satellites was there any moment where um i guess you come to you came to a halt and thought like this isn't working or was it just was it just an easy sort of um construction or was there a moment like you had like huh this is becoming a little bit too much now or was it just smooth
1: no so satellites was a gift like that oh, was that nice. was a, sometimes like those songs are rare but it was a song that just like came so easily
0: yeah and wow. it
1: was just, yeah. i found it and i was i finished this one like in two or three days wow. and even, I even like taking it slow mm-hmm. um because i'll stop like even if i'm on a roll like i'll stop because i don't want to like I want to be able to reflect and and think about what I've done and make sure that the story's right. So it, I, even if I'm like feeling really good, I'll like stop myself after a certain period of time. I won't like just like keep burning through it. But this one was just like none of it, it was felt just there. Hard. Yeah. It was it was like I found it instead of I like built it. If that makes sense, it was like it it, it all in there.
0: It's like it played itself to you. Like it came to you. Sim, all like that. You said something interesting before a couple of minutes ago actually, which was sticking out of my head when you said there's a there's, there'll be a reason you kind of keep going back to that melody or that song and um but it, it's funny you have kind of a, you, we end up as writers I think having a relationship with each song that we do whether that's like you said with satellites you said it's kind of sweet you said it's a gift it was a gift and it just you know two and three days come on guys who like who else spends weeks and weeks I mean there probably is songs you've done that have been like oh it's just not happening it's it's like the third week but two or three days I think that's it, it's you kind of um impress yourself because the music starts speaking to you i think at that point does not it and it sounds like that's what happened with uh satellites um but that's lovely to hear that i, I really like that quote i'm gonna have to put that in the, the actual podcast title as sort of it, it was a gift and um yeah it's it's very nice actually but um yeah you so you you stay motivated you set yourself like you said you, you give yourself a week that's very good and you also you set yourself sort of deadlines that sounds very healthy to be honest a few people just don't do that i've spoken to 30 people now i think in the past month and um, a lot of people just nah. if i don't feel it, i don't feel it but to me it seems like you're like no it's not an option at least get something down right something like that
1: yeah i mean i so i wrote um 50 songs in 2020 so i mean i missed two weeks um so two weeks I didn't do it one I was just really tired and I just like I needed it a week off and then the other one I had like oral surgery so I feel like I get a pass oh, on that one wow. but so, wow. but um but other than that like so I I mean in this this year so far I've hit every every week so even if like I, I look back on the song and I'm like I'm never going to record the song um I just hope that like I learned something and I'm a better songwriter now because I was able to like push through and hopefully I learned something from the process of it. Wow that's so good
0: I'm sorry to hear about your surgery I assume that was was it vocal cords or something like this?
1: Vocals. No no it was it was not vocal cords thankfully.
0: <laughs> you know sorry I feel I feel like I'm being a little bit um interrogating but um yeah I hope that's all you're all okay now. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah
0: all goodness. <laughs> not the best thing that you, not the kind of surgery you want when you're a singer for like a living, you know, or <laughs> a songwriter, but at least that's over now. Right. Um, and I guess I don't want to ask about gigs because come on, it's kind of, it's, it's sort of magnifying the uh, curse of COVID. But, um, I guess did you, I'm not going to ask that. I was going to say, did you have much plan for 2020, but look what I'm talking to. I'm talking to the satellite station. You have so many things happening all, o- all around you and I guess. Well, I can ask, was there a lot of kind of live streams that you did last year?
1: I did. I did some. I, um, I started, uh, for a, a time I was doing them, um, once a week where I would have another artist come on with me. Um, okay. and we, we'd talk about music and we play each, play a couple songs. It was fun. Um, I've thought about starting that back up again. Um, but i've had it was mostly just me getting to talk with artists that i like really like and i think are, are super talented so i actually had um i know you talked to jenny kern so she yeah. she was one of the ones i had on and we we yeah. played some songs and talked about music i don't know nice. if you've ever heard of the band wilder oh, but I,
0: feel, I i feel like i have i've heard of, i think i think they were suggested follow on instagram so yeah
1: but yeah they're they're very talented um too so i talked to uh to their lead singer um and then he came on and played some songs uh, a few others but it, it so that was a lot of fun um i i think i'll probably start that up again now if i can it's just finding the time is tough but i loved doing it
0: oh that's good i think it's all about sort of connecting i know we're so sick of this now it's been like what a year and even this what i do so many people say to me thank you so much you know was just nice to talk about music and just sort of the things behind it but I'm a bit on edge, like oh, are oh, people just fed up of it and sick of it. But I think it's what people, it's what we're craving to do as musicians, whether that's, you know, you do covers or especially for us writers, I think it's just good that we can keep these conversations going. You know, the conversations you would have maybe at the end of your gig, you know, you might have fans coming up to you and hey, you know, we can collaborate or I love your, your work and your art and your ethic. And but that sounds great that's a really good innovative thing that you did there actually the sort of uh collaboration that you did and uh, just chatting that's nice you said you know you just spoke about music that's i'll have to check that out i'm wondering why i never came across that yet but i suppose it was would it have been last year like in the summer or something
1: yeah i think it was it was around probably the summer early fall time is when i was doing it
0: wow and um i <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that an interviewer slash host to ask what's coming up, but I wanted to actually be a bit cheeky and ask you something, which I checked out if I have this right. And this is like a big deal because come on, um, dear old friend, are you okay to talk like for a couple of minutes about that? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I saw something when I was having a look at, I was looking for some videos before I thought I'll just have a bit of a look at your stuff. And, um, this is going to, this was on, I believe, was it the trailer to a film recently?
1: It was. Yeah, so it was the trailer for um Palmer, which was uh the Justin Timberlake movie on Apple Plus.
0: That's like a big deal. That must have been like how how do you even feel? Like how did that feel? That must have been like such a um was it a big actually question, was it a big deal to you or were you just are you sort of cool about it like <laughs> No, it was
1: still big that was really
0: <laughs> I was gonna say someone like anyone who's got it's Justin Timberlake. like he's he's a pretty famous guy, you know, it's he's renowned and that's incredible though. Like this is gonna be such an excessive thing for your music, you know, it's gonna be out there. And when did that all sort of happen then?
1: Um, so I I signed with my sync licensing company last March and then COVID hit. So obviously like production studios closed down and it was very quiet. So Not many syncs were happening, Um, but then, so I was just January, no, actually, I think it went back um, sometime in November, December. They sent me a note saying, hey, someone is interested in dear old friend for a trailer. Can you send us the stems? I was like, yeah, so I sent the stems. I didn't hear anything for like six weeks. And then I just got, I got a message for them saying, hey, good news, Um, like we've, we got this for you. Um, So then I kind of like, I was like feverishly looking for the trailer for like weeks and then yeah, yeah. there there it was so yeah it was it was it's
0: really cool it was nice i think um i think you did a preview somewhere maybe on one of your social medias i think you did and i was like i can see why they chose it because it's that kind of song you know and it's it's kind of um, it's, it's very i think it's, a lot of your music's very easygoing and feel good um but that's amazing so i was going to say like a huge well done for that because now as you say, last year, things probably just died down and it was like, you know, it's just, but it seems like things, I can't say things are back to normal, but I feel like things are definitely the engine started back up again and we need to keep doing the art, whether that's a film or media music. And that's, that's so cool. Like I'd probably die happy. I think if my song was on a trailer like that and um, yeah, so congratulations. It's a lovely song as well, by the way, I heard, I had it on a couple of times yesterday. So yeah, lovely.
1: Thank you. Yeah, that was a big one for like that. So that was the second song I ever I wrote, not that I wrote, but that I recorded. Um, And that was kind of what got me on the radar of some of the, I guess, the music influencers that have been supporting me since. So I think that was like the first time I was on uh, like the Alex Rainbird playlist. That was the first time that I was on like several others. Um, So that that really was like probably the moment where I was like, oh, maybe this could be more than I thought it was. Mm.
0: Yeah, Alex Rainbow. That's who I didn't want to mention because I feel that I'm constantly as if I'm sort of promoting them when I've got nothing to do with them. But they got me through last year when I was doing my own live streams of my music and I was sort of getting ready and getting my room set up. And I just thought, I want to listen to some indie folk and some indie pop. And that's where I've, I've heard so many of your songs. I've seen you when they put like a little, obviously they put the name of the artist and then the song. And I always sort of look over and I see you on so many of their playlists um they have a great collection i think jenny as well was on quite a few of theirs um they have the best music you know and i think it shows a lot about the work that you've done um so yeah it's it's awesome and i guess what's happening for satellite station in 2021 like what can you tell us what you're allowed to tell us <laughs> yeah so i
1: yeah i um So I released 11 songs in 2020. And I will be releasing uh, even more this year. So I I have an acoustic EP coming out on the 5th of March. Um, So that has three original songs and then, uh, or sorry, unreleased songs, an acoustic version of Shelter, and then a cover, um, which I've never done a cover before. And I'm really excited about it. and then I have, I, so I'm always way, way ahead. So I, I have that already done and recorded. It's all ready to go. I ha, And then I have the next um, two singles after that already done and ready to go too. So there's a single coming um, probably a month after that in April, and then another one coming probably six weeks after that uh, at the end of May. Wow.
0: It's like you've got everything sort of stacked up and it's kind of just ready to I like that though. It's sort of like you're one ahead one step ahead of yourself in what we're gonna do next or what am I gonna do next. But that shows in your work, I think it's very um it's it's very uh constant and um that's incredible. You seem very, very motivated and dedicated, but you could tell it's because of your passion towards what you do, I think, as a person and um just your bond with music. So yeah, it's so nice to speak to you. And like, it's funny you listen to these songs. and You're like, the brains behind that. I, I need to know the person and their thoughts and their their emotions. So, thank you for letting us in with this song, uh, Travis. It's been incredible. I've gone over again. So sorry to take your time. Right. Uh, every single time, I do, I don't even know why. I Apologize, guys. Even with Jenny, I think we went on for like an hour and I, just getting into her like the emotive, you know, components and. But yeah i want to say thank you so much uh you're right if we play the song yeah Uh, although like i say guys come on it's a bit silly you guys will be fans of the satellite station so it's kind of pointless really because you guys will have heard it a thousand times like i have it's on my big tunes playlist and um but for those who haven't heard it and want to sort of indulge more in this incredible artist this is satellites by the satellite station thank you
2: How many times can we have the same conversation? I'm doing my best, but I know that I test your patience Cause you think like a computer And my brain turns like a kaleidoscope Your heart is an engine And mine is just sputtering, blowing smoke The good, the bad, the light had two fires in the night, we were just satellites, the light, the dark, the match, the spark, they watch us, we ignite, we were just satellites. head on my shoulder, but now when you're near I can feel the air growing colder, cause your voice was a story and my voice just sounds like a rainy day, your eyes are electric and mine are just cycling shades of gray. We were just satellites The light, the dark, the match, the spark They watch as we ignite We were just satellites Each other close so I don't disappear. So I don't disappear. Just stop. I can feel racing hard. Only skips a beat when you are falling hard. When you are falling hard. The good, the bad, the light. We hide two fires in the night. We were just satellites of